As the friends were running away through the woods, Marsh Marshall was showing up at the pit in a rage. With him, the centipedes dragged the princess, both her hands tied, guarded by two huge, dark gray, hungry wolves. I'm sorry, my friend, to spoil your day, said the monster with a false note of kindness. But very soon he slipped into a nastier tone. But what one thing in the whole world did I tell you? No eyes wandering. So he was able to see you, eh, the first time. And now, for the last time. <laughs> His clangorous and disgusting laugh boomed through the area, echoing with the centipedes' laughs and the howling sounds of wolves. Suddenly, the beast swirled up and down and became even larger and nastier looking. He has to pay dearly for his art. <laughs> his laugh reverberated through the trees as he whirled and whirled his huge self about, and even all the multitude of centipedes had to scuttle away from him because of the magnitude of the wind he created by his whirling. The young princess had by this time noticed her young artist friend sitting at the bottom of the pit and began weeping tenderly. Please, please, sir, forgive him, she wailed, while the multitude of centipedes held her desperately in place, guarded by two huge wolves. <laughs> the monster, enjoying his own awful laugh, was not even looking at her anymore. I would forgive him if you would become my... Do you hear me? My and only my wife. <laughs> His laughter, filled with anger and hate, shook the air itself. Never, never in my life, cried the young princess hysterically. The monster, as soon as he heard her answer, fell into an awful silence. He raised his staff and stuck it on the ground, and the earth shook violently so that the pit was filled up with churning, filthy marsh soil. Focus, Pocus was an artist, said Marsh Marshall with abominable calm. Focus, Pocus, no more artist. <laughs> and he began again to chortle crazily. His cackle, with the supporting snickers of the swarm of centipedes, was so loud that it made all the animals around the area tremble, while the princess stood aside and kept quietly crying, covering her face. Then the monster stopped chortling and looked straight at the princess. Now, dear friend, it is your turn. He paused for suspense and then continued in a low, rusty voice. According to my law in my principality, you will be punished for contacting the human. Since, as I told you, there should have been no contact whatsoever at all, at all. At that moment, the princess turned around and started to run away with her face full of tears. So Marsh Marshall stuck his staff on the ground and the roots of the trees came out from underground, shaping themselves like a trellis and surrounded her in the form of a cage. The huge wolves hovered just outside, baring their teeth at her, but not touching her without the great beast's order. 
His nasty low voice continued from behind the princess. From this moment on, you will not come out of the lily during the daytime, and no one will know about your presence at all until I revise my order. Almost screaming, the monster added, Did you hear that? The young princess was still sobbing and sobbing, deeply disturbed, and did not respond to him at all. Centipedes! Wolves! bellowed the monster. Take her back to the pond, and remember, remember once and for all. His voice was getting impossibly loud. All of you, inhabitants of my kingdom, all of you. And here he pointed his finger and swept it around.